Hey guys, I am so excited because I have one of my friends and a fellow LO sister on the podcast today, Cassidy. Cassidy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, I'm so excited to be here today. Um, yeah, I grew up in Arizona, was a cheerleader my whole life, grew up competitive cheerleader. I moved to Texas for two years, um, was a part of Navarro College cheer team, and then um, just a lot of heavy things right on my heart, and I really felt God calling me home. So I moved back to Arizona, where I'm finishing college at, and um, I'm a certified personal trainer, and I'm just so passionate about all things health and well-being overall. I love that. I'm so passionate about that as well. I think anyone that listens to the podcast knows that I recently became a nutritionist, so one of my passions too. Um, and you mentioned in the the intro about yourself that you've cheered your whole entire life. How is that kind of how you got into personal training? Yeah, for sure. I definitely did not work out in like high school and stuff just because we practiced so much and I just love being active. I would love going on hikes here in Arizona, but um, when I got into college, I really saw my desire for continuing to be active and just nourishing my body in all the ways that I could. That is so, so awesome. Um, So since you're a personal trainer, I just have some basic questions for you. We all know that summer is coming coming up and um, no matter the season, it's always the best time to get in shape. And I have a few questions. So how many days a week do you think the typical girl should be working out? I think it's based on person to person. I really don't want to put, I don't want to put a exact amount of days. I really believe that um, if it fits in your schedule and if you can fit it in your schedule, I think three to five days a week is plenty and um, definitely just being active and enjoying it is the biggest thing as well and not feeling like you're rushing to get it in just to get in shape or rushing to get it in to have the perfect ideal body that you desire. Mm, So good. So what would you say is like the ideal way to find out what workout you love the most? Because there are so many different workouts out there. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, it's super overwhelming, especially when I go on Instagram. There's so many different people doing so many different exercises. And until I found what I loved, I used to be like, what the heck? Now, Mm -hmm. personally, I'm really into cycling and stretching. But what, what would you say to the girl listening to this? Like, what the heck am I supposed to do to work out? Um, I think the biggest thing is trying things new. So even for me, I could not for the life of me go on a run and love it. I really wanted to love cardio and I could not do it. I hated the treadmill. I, so I started, um, I actually, even as still as a personal trainer, I still pay someone who's also a personal trainer just for the accountability and for someone else to give me a workout because having someone else just to keep you accountable and encourage you along the way is so impactful. So I would say either trying out classes, there are so many options. Like you said, cycling, there's cycling classes, there's hit workout classes. And I'm actually a trainer at an F45, which is a hit workout. And I know those are all over and they're growing so much right now. There's Orange Theory, but um, definitely trying things out. So many of those places have a bunch of free trials, so there is no harm in signing up for a class or two and trying things out to find out what you really do like and enjoy. That is so awesome. That's such good advice. We actually just got an Orange Theory near where I live, and the classes seem really intimidating. (laughs) 
yeah, I've actually never been to an Orange Theory, but I train with people who used to work at one. That is so cool. I don't know. I, I'm more of a bar type of girl. Take it uh-huh. easy. <laughs> <laughs> I did try bar. I've tried bar too. I, I did like bar. It was definitely different than anything I've ever done. Yeah, I love it. It's so fun. We have a few different bar places near where I live, and um, I just love it. And I love tennis too, so maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so my next question specifically about working out um what would you say is the best exercise to get rid of belly fat and unwanted fat um I think so for one I think that that is definitely like a more of a hit workout cardio base but um I also think that like Belly fat and just fat in general is made not only at the gym, it is made in the kitchen and it is made mm-hmm. with how you feel about yourself and how you're nourishing your body. I always I always heard growing up is that like abs are made in the kitchen and that's not even just saying that you're going to get a six pack if you eat healthy, but I'm just saying that your stomach and how you feel about your body is definitely mixed in its nutrition and it's working out and um, yeah definitely both of those. I agree 100%. As you were talking, that's exactly what I was thinking. And as a nutritionist, for me, I 100% can say it's definitely made in the kitchen and with the food that you're eating. It's so important. Mm -hmm. For sure. So for somebody that's listening to this and they really want to get into working out, but they have been discouraged because maybe a workout program hasn't worked in the past or they don't see results, what would you say to encourage them um, how long it takes to actually see results in your workout? Mm -hmm. I definitely think that it's based on the scale of how you're calculating results. If you're looking at a scale or a number of how much you weigh, that could never change and you could your body could be changing so much I know that like muscle weighs more than fat and as you continue to work out and you're going to drink more water and that water weight is going to affect the scale and I am a huge advocate that um it's not about the scale it's not about Mm. the ideal body it's about how you feel and um as far as workout, it's definitely consistency is key. And the more you're consistent with it and, um, the better the results you'll feel. But if you want to see the results, you have to be consistent in what you're like doing, which is the way to do that is doing what you love. So I will say it, it's not going to change in a week. It's not going to change in even two weeks. I think if you're really committed, a month could change a little, but at the same time, I think it's all about how you feel. And at the end of that month, if you really are doing something you love and you're nourishing your body, you're going to feel great and you're going to get results. Definitely agree with you. I love too what you said about it's not about the scale or an ideal body. It's about what is actually healthy. And everybody is shaped differently and everybody will have different body weights. And I think that's so important for us to remember, especially as we're about to go into the summer season mm-hmm. and people are wearing like more revealing clothes and everything like that. Mm-hmm, for sure. So I have a question. We had talked about this a little bit and you've posted about it, but could you share a little bit about what autoimmune disease you had and um, what the process was for you to now be completely healed after you were told that you would have it forever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after my freshman year of college, I had not been treating my body right at all. I knew there was something wrong. I was gaining 
so much weight and everyone's like, oh, it's just a freshman 15. Like, I just did not feel good. I was always tired. Um, so I went and got some blood work done and I had been diagnosed with Hashimoto's, the autoimmune disorder. And basically I had hyperthyroidism, which means I was always tired. I, there was like, I was gaining weight and it's so hard to lose weight when your thyroid is on in that mode basically. And so, um, I did go to a bunch of holistic doctors. Uh, no one wanted to put me on medicine. And uh, honestly, I was so frustrated. I was like, just put me on medicine already. Like, I'm so ready for this to be over. But then um, a quarantine actually happened. Right before quarantine happened, I felt called home. So I moved home. And then quarantine happened. And so I was stuck in my house. And I just really felt God calling me to just a season of surrender and rest. And so after seeing probably like eight different doctors at this point, I just was like, okay, I'm not going to go see a doctor. I just really feel called to a season of surrenderance. And so I surrendered it to him. I really like prayed over it. I like said scripture over myself and I really did just sit and abide and rest in him. And easier said than done now. Like, it was so much easier to do that in quarantine. And I really do feel like that was so planned for me. But um, I definitely just surrendered it to him and then kind of just stopped restricting myself because the holistic way was, like, restricting yourself with food, just stopping eating certain foods and then getting, like, panels of food tests done and um, just a process of that. And so I kind of just listened to my body. What did my body not like that I was eating and um, really surrendering it to him and then after like seven months of not worrying about it and surrendering I did go back to see a doctor just to get some test results done and they were like it's not detected anymore and so yeah that was a couple that was like eight months ago now that is so awesome. Congratulations. Like, one, what an amazing way to be so obedient to God. And two, like, that has to be amazing to have that weight lifted off your shoulders and to be able to be like, wow, like, I am walking free of this because I surrendered it to God. That has to just, like, put your faith in Him so much more. Yes, for sure. So much. So as a personal trainer and a Christian, how do you balance body image and honoring God? Yeah, um, I definitely think there's, so definitely in the fitness world, as I step more into it, I see a lot of like idolizing your body image and idolizing the proper athletic wear or idolizing even people idolizing the number on the scale again. Um, And I think, the biggest thing that I have to tell myself every time I look at a post or I'm having a conversation, I'm like, I don't idolize worldly things because Mm. those things are going to leave me empty. And so I have to keep my faith in him. I have to keep like my worth and value is in God and Jesus and it is not in this world. And so I know that I'm not, I'm not, condemning anyone by any means for this but like for me I just feel like I need to be more I'm not going to show up in the shortest shorts ever and in the like strappiest sports bra because I want to feel comfortable and confident in the body that God gave me so I'm going to be a little bit more um conservative in that way and although it may not get me 
the most likes on Instagram if I post a more conservative picture or the most like maybe people aren't staring at me as much in the gym or maybe they are and but that is okay because my value is not in those things Mm, I couldn't agree with that more I recently um just wrote a book about our self-worth and our image not being anything in the world and when you're talking about the attire that we choose, the verse 1 Timothy 2, 9 came into my mind where God is like specifically telling us about modesty and how women must adorn ourselves with modesty and respect. And I think especially being in the fitness industry and just being on Instagram as women, it's so important in any day to adorn ourselves with the respect and the modesty that God commands of us and not to conform to culture. Mm-hmm, for sure. That verse always comes to my mind, and I'm a huge advocate for it. Um, But my next question is kind of deep, and it's since your job focuses so much on your body and appearance, what do you do and what can you share right now that is going to help other women keep the focus off of themselves, keep them from being self-obsessed, and just turn the focus back onto God? Mm -hmm. I definitely think... um you have to stay rooted in those things. So you have to stay rooted in his word and who he says he is. And if I'm ever having a bad day, just reading Psalms 139 about being formed and knitted and mm-hmm. intricately woven by him um, really helps just know like my body is he made it like God made it and I'm going to treat it like he made it because if I treat it like the world made it, then it's going to be completely different. And um, I think also just, it also comes down to like what who you're surrounding yourself with so I know for me if there's like someone I'm following on Instagram that is just someone that I'm comparing myself to and it is nothing personal to that person maybe they're so confident in their body and I don't know their means behind that picture but if I'm going to compare myself to them I have to unfollow them because I don't want to be comparing myself to them and I don't want to see pictures of them without like a shirt on or um just wearing like uh just a sports bra and um just keeping that in mind as I'm scrolling through Instagram or even just taking breaks off of it is that like you cannot compare yourself to other people's like highlight reels because mm-hmm. like you have your own highlight reels and they have their own and comparing them you're not comparing anything besides world mm-hmm. and like falseness and it's just going to leave you empty in the end. I couldn't agree more. And there's, there's two points I want to make off of that. One, I, I, you said falseness and that is so true because a lot of the times people online are like editing their pictures, especially when they're Mm -hmm. posting those things that are really revealing. A lot of times you'll find out that they're crop pictures. And and secondly, too, the unfollowing. Recently, I unfollowed like a bunch of people and any of my friends, there's one particular person um, who was very big into fitness, but they posted so many immodest things. And I had grown up with a person and I unfollowed um, them because one, I didn't want to see the immodest things. And two, Mm -hmm. like there's just no need for it. And Mm -hmm. I think that we need to normalize that unfollowing somebody does not need to be personal. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's not something to be taken as offensive. It's something to protect yourself. Agreed. Yes. It's definitely 
challenging. I feel like when someone first went, like, you're like, okay, I'm going to unfollow people. It's definitely challenging. But once you do it, you're like, okay, I'm unfollowing all these people. Like, you all are kind of discouraging <laughs> me in a way. And the, the, the truth of it, too, is that we become most like the people we see. And I know mm-hmm. I've heard this a lot recently that what you're allowing to influence you really matters. And if we mm-hmm. are literally setting our eyes on kingdom things, then why are we letting anything or anyone distract us from that? For sure. So what is, okay, this is a question that I ask everybody on the podcast and I meant to ask this when we started, but I forgot till now. Um, but what is the most inspiring words that you have ever heard or you've ever been told? Um, I definitely think recently it's just like, um, it's actually in a song. I don't know. I don't remember the name of the song, but it's called, it's just like in the song I was singing worshiping one time and it said all of this is for you Jesus mm. and that just really puts into perspective that everything we do is for him and so whether that's if I'm going to work out in the gym or if I'm gonna like cook in the kitchen or if I'm gonna post a post like just centering it all around him and to nourish the body that he gave me or to celebrate what my body can do or um just little things like that. I think that really puts into perspective everything that we do day to day. I could not agree with that more. I love that so much. I'm going to have to write that down because um, <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I don't, I've, I'll have to find the worship song it's from. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to text it to me. Mm-hmm. So how can listeners find you today and connect with you across social media? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram mostly. Um, just that's what the platform that I use right now. Um, my Instagram handle is just my name. So it's K-S-S-I-D-Y-W-A-R-N-O-L. Awesome. And I will have all of your links down below in the description. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Do you mind if I say a quick prayer before we end this? Of course. Uh, God, thank you so much for this opportunity to have this conversation with Cassidy. I just pray that all of the listeners that hear this today are just able to grow closer to you, Lord, that they're able to root their identity in you and that their body image is only found in your word, Lord. We ask that you are able to help us understand what it means to treat our bodies like temples and to honor you in everything we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that.